You are listening to the Marriage Mindset Podcast with Heather Flake, episode number 12, How to Be Real with Your Spouse. Welcome to Marriage Mindset, where I teach you how to get your brain on board in order to create more joy and connection in your marriage today. I'm Heather Flake, a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints and Certified Life Coach. I'm here to show you that regardless of your spouse's choices, it's totally available to you to feel joy and peace in your marriage if that's something you want to create, and I'm going to show you how. Let's go. Hello. Welcome. I'm so glad you're here. All right. So this last week I taught a class for Life Coach University and it was called How to Be Real with Your Spouse. And it's kind of funny because I just make these classes up. I teach classes for them every month and really I just teach kind of depending on what I've been thinking about or what I've been working on or what I've seen my clients work on or what we've been coaching a lot on. And so this theme just kept coming up. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to teach on how to be real. And I never know how it's going to land. I never know if what I'm saying actually makes sense. And so I was excited when people showed up and had a lot of questions and really participated. So it was super fun and I think really relevant. And so today I'm just going to share with you some of the things that I taught about in that class. And then I'm going to answer questions. So I received several questions during the class and on Instagram that I spoke to. So I'm just going to speak to them here on the podcast too, because maybe you have a similar question and Hopefully the answers I give will be helpful to you. With that being said, if you do have a question that I don't answer on the podcast, I would totally love to answer your question. So you can find me on Instagram at Heather Flake Coaching or email me heather at heatherflakecoaching.com and I'll totally take care of you. All right, so to get started, this episode piggybacks really well off of last week's episode on are you okay? It's kind of the same idea, but I wanna just define what I mean when I say being real. Okay. So basically I just mean actually answering honestly about what you're thinking and how you're feeling when your spouse asks you that, but even more so in just answering, I mean, in your like way of being right, because your spouse can say, Hey, are you okay? And you're like, yeah, I'm, I'm fine. But your body language and your actions and all of that totally communicate a different message. Right? So I'm talking about all of that. Like how real do you feel like you are in your marriage? Meaning how honest are you with how you feel, how you think, how honest are you in what you're doing, what you want to do? How available to you does it feel to be able to ask for help or to admit when you're struggling? That's kind of what I'm talking about here. And along with that, how well are you able to just be yourself? So even if you think, or maybe you know that your spouse doesn't like certain things you do, or they don't like certain things that you like, or maybe you're afraid that your spouse will think it's stupid if you want that thing or stupid if you do that thing. And do you do it anyways? Like how real are you able to be within your relationship? That's what we're talking about. And honestly, I just want to ask you to ask yourself that. Take your pulse and just say, you know what? How real am I? How myself do I feel in this relationship? And how myself do I feel like I can be? And if you don't feel like you're very much yourself, or if you feel like you want to be more yourself, that's, that's amazing. Just ask yourself, why, why do you feel like you're struggling to be that version of you today? And that answer can be really helpful. Do not tell yourself that you don't know. If you come to my classes or if you spend much time around me, or if you are one of my clients, you know that we just don't say the phrase, I don't know. 
Because listen, when you say, I don't know, it turns your brain off. Your brain stops searching for a solution and it just doesn't go to work for you. But instead, if you say, hey, like, let's just take a best guess or let's pretend like we know, you're gonna find way more answers. So take your pulse and just be willing to answer, how real are you? You can do that by asking yourself simple questions like, When I need help, do I feel like I can ask for it? Or when I'm having a hard time, do I communicate that with my spouse? When I'm feeling certain emotions, do I feel like I can express that or do I try to hide them or lie about them? How am I acting? How am I showing up in the relationship? You know, just be honest with yourself. And I want to encourage you to do this work. And here's the thing. You might be thinking, why the heck would I start to be real when I'm so good at not being real and we just have a flow and a rhythm and it's kind of comfortable, right? But I want you to recognize that even if you're used to it, that doesn't mean it's actually the best thing and it doesn't mean that you really are comfortable. I would argue you are uncomfortable. You've just gotten more comfortable with being uncomfortable. If that hasn't totally confused you, then you're a genius. But here's the thing. Why would you actually want to be real? Because hello, this is your relationship. And if you are real, then you don't have to spend so much energy and time being not real, which turns out to be really exhausting. And I always believe that at some point it's going to come to a head. So you may think that you're really good at pretending and putting on a show, but at some point it's going to catch up with you. And so I'm going to invite you right now. Let's start right now by being real, even if it's in one area. So if you're feeling really overwhelmed and you feel like you have a hard time being yourself in lots of areas, it's okay. Let's just pick one spot in which we can try something new and we can try to start getting a little leverage over this. The other reason I think it's so valuable to become real is because it really does create more connection and vulnerability in your relationship, which provides this platform for better intimacy, more growth, more communication, like just more realness on all the levels. Another cool thing, like I mentioned last week, is if you start to be real, it gives your spouse and your children permission to be real. They're like, oh, wow, like mom can admit when she's struggling and she needs help. Maybe I can too. And I think that's an amazing gift to give to the people that you love the most. And lastly, when you get really good at feeling negative emotion, because it is going to be a negative emotion, you are not going to feel good by being real because you're not used to it. And so I don't want that to scare you away. Instead, I want you to just welcome that negative emotion and be like, oh yeah, of course it's you. Hey, get in here, right? You can just feel the negative emotion and still be real. We've been talking about that concept so much in my house this week. We've done things at work and in school, all of us, my little kiddos included. We've all done so many things this week that we didn't want to do and we did them anyways and we've been really vocal about it and that's just been powerful. So I want you to recognize that you don't have to feel excited and happy and amazing in order to be honest. It can feel uncomfortable. It can feel awkward and you can still be honest. And eventually there really are going to be amazing benefits to that. So now what we're going to do is I'm just going to go through a few questions that I received that I think are super relevant that we can probably all relate to. 
So someone asked, how can I be honest with my spouse without being rude? Right? So I think oftentimes we feel like we need to say something to our spouse, maybe about something that they're doing or something that they said, and we're scared to do it because we feel like we can't do it without being rude. So first I want to clear up the assumption that being honest equals being mean or that being honest means being rude. I want you to make space and room in your head to believe that you can be honest and kind. You can be honest and genuine. You can be honest and lovely. So recognize that that's true. And then I want want you to touch base with your intentions, okay? Are you trying to be rude? Like ask yourself, why am I saying this thing to my spouse? Is it because I'm annoyed with him and I want to stick it to him? Is it because she just needs to be put in her place? Like you want to check in, right? So if it's not your intention to be rude, then great, let's go. <laughs> so how can you be honest without being rude? First, one of the things that you can do that's so helpful is to preface it. Right? So if you're going to have a conversation with your spouse that you're kind of nervous about, say to them, listen, well, first just kiss, kiss them so long and so hard. Okay. And then see if you even need to have a conversation. But if you're at conversation time, have a preface and say, listen, what I'm about to say to you is hard for me to say, and it might be hard for you to hear, but I just want you to know that I really love you. I really care about you. And that's why I'm saying this. Okay. Like just give a little caution statement. I think that can be so helpful. And then when you are talking to them, own what's yours. Okay. So often we love to blame our spouse and put everything on our spouse. And that is a recipe for disaster. So instead just say, listen, when this thing happened, this is how I felt about it. And this was what I was thinking. And this is what I did. Like use I statements, own what's yours. Don't point the finger. And then lastly, just like really try to access genuine love for your spouse when you go in for this conversation. So if you're upset with them, like I would take some time to just feel upset and process that emotion rather than go in and try to have this conversation because maybe it'll turn south and that's really not what you want. So try to access love for your spouse before you have the conversation. Okay, another one of the concerns that we have when it comes to being real is we are not real because we don't want to hurt our spouse's feelings. I hear this all the time and I wanna tell you something, okay? Are you ready? It's kind of a truth bomb. You cannot hurt your spouse's feelings. Now, hear me, that does not mean that you don't care about your spouse's feelings, okay? I, for one, really care about how my spouse feels, but I know that I am not responsible for how my spouse feels. And that's the difference, right? So often we don't say something because we're telling ourselves that we don't wanna hurt their feelings. I personally think several things are happening when that comes out. One, I think it's just a cop out. We're like, really, I don't wanna feel uncomfortable. I don't wanna to have to say that hard thing that's gonna be awkward or weird. So I can just use the story of, oh, well, I don't wanna hurt his feelings. And then I don't have to say the hard thing that actually needs to be said. So look out for that. And then the other thing that is happening is we just don't want negative emotion. We don't want to deal with contention or a disagreement. And so we avoid it at all costs. But I think bringing that up, and even if it turns into an argument or a disagreement, that is just an opportunity for us to grow closer and like, all right, well, let's address it. Let's figure this out. Our opinions are different. Our perspectives are different. And let's figure it out. We can handle this. So if you don't want to hurt his feelings, really great news. You actually can't. You don't have that much power. You cannot make another person feel a certain way. Now, again, this goes back to your intention. If it's your intention to make them feel pain, then uh, I would question that. But you have feelings because of thoughts. Feelings are not created by other people's actions, which I think is the most liberating news 
ever. If your spouse feels a certain way, it's because of what they are thinking. And when you feel a certain way, it's because of what you are thinking. Again, I do not think that this gives you a license to just be a holy terror and to say things that in nature are hurtful and mean. No, because I don't think that's really the kind of person you want to be. So I think it's just remembering like, listen, I love this person. I love me. How can I frame this in the most loving way possible? Also, while recognizing like, however it is that he feels is not my responsibility, but I really do care about how he feels. Does that make sense? So I think once you recognize that it's not your responsibility to own your spouse's feelings, it's your responsibility to own yours. I think you're more willing to have conversations. Now, I also do not recommend that you tell your spouse, hey, Heather Flake told me that I can't hurt your feelings. Even though Heather Flake definitely did say that and I definitely believe that and I teach it, I think it's helpful to just own what's yours let your spouse own what is theirs, but you can still show up from a place of love. Okay, someone also asked me, how can I tell my spouse they are bothering me without it turning into a fight? So the first thing I like to point out here is the friend that mentioned this just kind of talks about it like it's a fact. Like if I tell my spouse that they're bothering me, it's going to turn into a fight, like it's inevitable. But what's funny to me is I think, hey, doesn't it take two people to fight? Like if someone is screaming and yelling and mad and upset, that's just one person that is screaming and yelling and is mad and is upset. It's not a fight until I engage. So you totally have a choice. A fight is not something that just happens to you. If you find yourself in a fight, it's because you chose to engage, you chose to be there. So how can you tell them that, that they are bothering you without it turning into a fight? don't engage in fighting, right? I think that's pretty simple. And then, but even before that, I think you need to ask yourself, okay, what is it that they're doing that is bothering me? Like, what is it? Because it's an action. They're doing something and you think that something is bothering you, but really what's bothering you is your thought about their action, Okay, so the action in and of itself, so them picking their nose or them not putting their wet towel in the hamper, that's not what bothers you. Those things are neutral. What bothers you is your thought, like, oh my gosh, he can't take care of himself. Oh my gosh, I'm practically his mother. It's those thoughts that make you feel bothered or annoyed. So you wanna just really get clear on, okay, what is it? Why am I feeling bothered? What's the thought behind this action? What's the thought that is creating bother for me? and you wanna pay attention to what that is. Okay, someone else wrote in and said, I often don't tell my spouse what's real because I don't want him to fix it. So instead I just keep it to myself and I create distance between us. Like, what can I do about that? I can totally relate, right? And I think a lot of the times as women, we do this and I think it's not fair to really just put each other in boxes. A lot of times women will say to me like, men are just fixers, they wanna fix everything. But guess what? There are women that are fixers that just wanna fix everything. And so instead of being so upset that your husband wants to fix your problem, I think you can look at it as, wow, he must really care about me. I think it's amazing that he wants to help me. Just preface it. Remember how we were talking about that earlier? So if you have something that you wanna talk to your spouse about but you don't want them to fix it, and in the past that's kind of been the pattern, you just sit down and you're like, hey, I need the talking stick for a minute. I need the floor. I'm gonna tell you about a thing that's happening and I think it's so amazing that you just wanna help me. I know that you want me to just feel better, but I'm not ready to feel better and I don't need you to fix this problem for me. I just want you to listen. If you could just listen, that would be the most amazing thing ever. And then after you listen to me, let's make out. 
Okay, try that. Like give it a preface. We get so upset at things our spouses do, but then we're never willing to be like, yoo hi, that doesn't work. It's not helpful. Can we try something else? They can't read your mind. You guys, you have to be willing to speak up and stand up for yourself and what you need and what's going on so that they know. Okay, I think that's something we totally miss that is really, really important. The last question that I want to speak to is asking for help. Some of you may find it really difficult to ask your spouse for help and you're not going to like my answer, but I want to ask you why, why is it so hard for you to ask for help? And you want to be really honest with yourself. Your brain's going to be like, I don't know. Like I've just always been this way. It's really hard for me to ask for help. And you just say, no, 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 no brain. Let's just guess. Let's take our very best guess as to why this is so difficult for us. Another question you can ask yourself to find the answer is to say, what are we making it mean that we need help? I find so many of my women clients make it mean that they are not independent and they're not strong and they're not capable because they need help. And we work through that. And I just want to tell you right now, it's totally not true. You can be independent and ask for help. You can be strong and ask for help. I think it's a beautiful, amazing, really important thing and skill to learn to ask for help. So how can you ask for help? You can just start practicing. And what I'm going to say right now applies to all of these questions. You guys, it is going to feel bad. Okay, can we just accept that? When you start being real, so even, and just pick one thing. If you just decide, okay, you know what? I'm gonna start asking for help more often. I want you to prepare for bad emotion. I want you to prepare to feel nervous and dumb and awkward and uncomfortable. But what if you just allowed yourself to feel that way? You can feel uncomfortable and ask for help. You can look and sound stupid and ask for help. And it's an amazing thing to do. And the only way you get better at being real is by sucking at being real, okay? Failure is the way, you guys. You learn how to be good at something by making mistake after mistake after mistake. But if you are committed to trying, and to keep getting up after every mistake, you inevitably will become so good at being real. And you'll have this relationship that you love and that you're so proud of because you built it. And there was a lot of sweat and tears and struggle behind it. And so it's going to be so valuable to you. So I want you to know that it's okay for it to feel bad. It's going to feel bad because it's new, it's different, it's challenging. You can just feel those emotions and ask for help anyways. And remember that you asking for help does not mean that you are weak or not capable or you are just so dependent on a man you can't do anything for yourself. That is bogus, none of that is true. And so you wanna tap into your thoughts that come up for you when you think about asking for help, find out what's going on for you. And just remember that you can feel negative emotion. It's not a problem. Lastly, to wrap this up, I want to remind you to just take control of what you can control, which is Y-O-U. You can't control your spouse. You can't control how real they are. You might be thinking that like, listen, I'm super good at being real, but my spouse is the one with the issue. Like I just never know what's going on with them. They're such a closed book. You know what I would tell you? Just get really good at loving the closed book version of them. And you just be an example of being real and you just be you. I think that speaks volumes to your spouse and ultimately you can't change them and you trying to change them all the time is sending the message that they can only be loved if they are different, that they're difficult to love as they are now. 
So I think the most powerful thing you can do for a spouse that isn't real is just love them fiercely. And then you be real. You own what you can own, control yourself, control your thoughts, control how you feel and how you decide to act and what you decide to create in your life and in your marriage. Practice. It's going to take practice to be real. It's going to take self-acceptance. Can you just accept where you are today? And can you accept that it's going to be hard? And can you accept and believe that you can be more real, that you can get better at it because you can? And just choose to go all in on this. Choose to believe that you are capable of doing it. And if you are just really struggling and you need help, where should you turn? Yourself. Turn into you and ask yourself, why is this so hard for me? Like be really, be willing to do the work. You can turn to your spouse and say, hey, you know what? I'm just going to be real and let you know that it's really hard for me to be honest with you. It's really hard for me to ask for help from you, but I'm going to start trying. Think, think what an amazing conversation that might spark and then just having some accountability could be really helpful. Lastly, you can turn to me. I can help you. There is no shame. No one ever taught us how to be married, you guys. It's hard. It's a struggle. It is ugly at least half of the time. And that's just the way of it. But if you are willing to get better and if you're willing to be more real and just to try to be bad at it, you will get there and it will get better and more rewarding with every single effort you make. All right, my friends, I love you. I love this work. I love marriage. I think it's honestly such a sacred and amazing relationship. I know it's hard, but I believe with all my soul that it's so worth it to get up and to do the work and to feel bad for the sake of making a relationship that really is the best in your life and one that can endure all the struggles and trials and ugliness the world and life will throw at it. All right, my friends, have a beautiful, beautiful week. Thanks for tuning in. All right, my friend, thank you so much for tuning in today. I'm so glad that you're here. If you like this podcast, it would be amazing if you would share it with every single human being you've ever met in your life and leave me a review. If you leave a review, it's easier for people to find this podcast and then I get to help more people in their marriage. So win-win. I also wanted to let you know that coming up on September 19th, I am going to be teaching a live course virtually on Zoom called Marriage Mindset. So this is a course that I do for Life Coach University, and this is for a week that we're calling Giving Week. Basically, myself and five other life coaches are teaching different courses all on different topics to raise money for charities just to give back to charities that we feel passionate about. So it's 20 bucks to come and participate every day for five days for an hour a day. And I'm just going to teach you different skills and tools and things you can do to improve in your marriage and things you can do to feel better and to find more peace and to have better communication and just overall increase the amount of love that you feel in your marriage. And the other amazing part of this is you can just come and ask any questions. You can get tons of marriage help for 20 bucks. So if you're struggling in your marriage or if you're like, you know what, this is just not that fun. Like I just feel like I live with a roommate that I sleep with occasionally. Come and you can just get tons of amazing help and resources and it's going to be super fun. So go ahead and head over to lifecoachuniversity.com, click on the giving week and sign up for Marriage Mindset. So I hope you'll join me in September. It's going to be awesome. I hope you have an amazing rest of your day and we'll see you here next time. Take care.